Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share a few little bits of advice that have worked for me regarding anger management um, in relation to stressful events or triggers that could be related to your complex PTSD or your PTSD for that matter. Um, So ways of like neutralizing reactionary responses and trying to squelch being impulsive or irrational. These things all go together with anger. Um, and And it doesn't even have to be just anger management per se. This could be controlling like for you to help control yourself in a situation where you feel maybe someone's treating you wrong or you're let's say you're in a work environment and things aren't making sense or you're um, maybe not being treated in a way that makes sense to you or is healthy for you and trying not to simply react to that but maybe respond to it in a way that works best for you um so i'm going to give a couple examples from my own life so a couple years ago at one of my jobs um they were offering health insurance and they they were setting it up with a health insurance agent so they brought a guy into our work office and um our work environment i should say And it was like they were going to put so much money from our paycheck. And we paid the majority ourselves towards like the insurance provider. And then our work was going to take out so much to help cover so much of it as well. If so many people signed up with this insurance person, whatever. Um, And I was one of the people that signed up. And um, so my work was going to take out a certain amount to put towards them. Well, It turned out after about six months, my work actually wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. And all of a sudden they were like, oh, you owe us like so much money. Um, Because all of a sudden they were told by the insurance place, well, we need this money, you know, for his insurance or something, something along those lines. But basically they were supposed to have been putting it towards the insurance from the get go from my paycheck. And I get paid every two weeks. Um, so it was like a hundred dollars every two weeks. And then after six months, it was, you know, however, so much money. Um, and so after like six months, it was, it was quite a bit of money. And, I was like, well, I don't have that money to just give you. Like, you were supposed to be pulling that out of my paycheck. So anyway, basically, I got really mad. Um, For one, it was a trigger for me relating to feelings of incompetence. Because my first thought was, I've always had trouble with insurance. Always. I've had all types of different insurance for years, since I was 18. Um, And I've always had trouble with it. Just understanding the ins and outs of deductibles, premiums, just all kinds of things. I've just always struggled with it. Like emergency room visits, typical doctor visit, you know, how much am I going to owe this, that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just feel, I never feel prepared for it. I think part of the reason for that is you never know when an emergency is going to happen. So you're never really ready for it unless you do have quite a bit of money stashed away um, for that. 
like money on hand, like in your savings. And you never know when you're going to need to go see your doctor. Um, so it's not something you do every single week. And if it's not something I do every single week, it doesn't go into my long-term memory because I, I have learning issues regarding memory, which I personally think come from the complex PTSD from childhood stress. It impacted my my ability to get things into long-term memory because I was stressed. And I think this is one of those examples. For example, I would be a horrible bartender because all of the different types of mixed drinks, if someone isn't ordering them every single week, and let's say six months down the road, they want a drink that I studied about six months ago, I'm not going to remember what all the ingredients are in like a Long Island iced tea or some type of, you know, martini or something that's supposed to have this certain amount of whatever vodka or whatever in it. I'm not going to remember it if I'm not doing it every week or every other week. I'm just not going to remember. So then I would have to look it up in a book and then the, you know, the patron would be like, well, don't you know how to make it? You're a bartender. And I would be like, no, I don't make this very often. Um, It just wouldn't be in my long-term memory. So insurance is in the same boat where it's always flustered me. So that was a trigger for me when they were telling me, um, my employer, you owe us this much money. I immediately called the insurance person and I said, is this true? Do I owe them money or were they supposed to have been withdrawing that and giving it to you from my account? And they were like, they were supposed to have been withdrawing it from your account. Like they said, like they said, like they said they were going to set it up that way. And I was like, thank you. I, I thought so. Um, so I immediately knew I wasn't in the wrong. Um, but it did trigger that when the employer said that it triggered that feeling of incompetence. So I got really mad. Like I was, I was just about to walk out of that place and never come back. Like I, I, I blew up. Um, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Cause you know, I was like, I don't want to owe you any money. You're supposed to be withdrawing it. Um, but that's not really the way I should have handled it. Um, and so I should have, uh, neutralize like that reactionary response and just been like been more calm and just said well what are you talking about you know that's not how it was set up um and then said well we're gonna call the insurance guy together right now um you know that's what I should have done um but I didn't you know it and one it was it was one of those triggers but the reason I bring this up is because I would say in the last year I've been much, much, much better. And I don't blow up a lot, by the way. Um, But when I do, it's like I do blow up. Um, It's very rare, though. And it usually is related to if I feel like something's unjust or something really stupid is happening, basically. Um, And so the, the reason I bring this up again is because I have gotten much better to where Particularly, even at, I would say, both of my jobs and in family type situations or even around people that I don't want to be around, but maybe I have to be around for some whatever reason. Um, I've gotten much better at just thinking to myself immediately, as soon as I want to act impulsively, what I say to myself is, you know that you'll regret this, this moment will pass, Um, you know, just don't let it get the best of you. Like that's that's kind of the mantra I say to myself or the uh, the words I say to myself in my head. 
you know, don't be impulsive because you know you'll regret it. And that goes into spending too. Um, that's one of the biggest things I've struggled with is if I'm really stressed out, I just go spend money on eating out or, you know, going to a movie or whatever, some type of way to spend money. But I just wanted to share like, you know, it's very important to say something to yourself like, this isn't worth getting upset about. Um, this is like their issue. This isn't my issue. Um, and what made me want to do this episode right now is yesterday, um, I actually tr- I emailed somebody. Let's just say somebody I work with. And I realized that there's about to be a lot of chaos in one of my work environments. And so I emailed um, one of the people in charge and I said, did you know that the schedule is looking like things aren't going to operate functionally starting Thursday and Friday of this week, which is two days from now. Um, And I thought they probably just didn't see what was happening on the schedule. There's basically not going to be enough supplies for certain things to run effectively. I'll just put it that way because I've seen it happen before at this particular employment. Um, So I emailed them and I was like, I'm just trying to help prevent chaos here. And I told some of the other employees, um, you know, I'll let this person know. Maybe they haven't seen this on the schedule. So I emailed them and they were like, oh, yeah, um, I already know all about all of this and everything will be fine, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't respond back. I just thought everything won't be fine. I know that for a fact. I've seen it before and it's actually already starting to happen. Um, And so... I talked to a few employees the other day and I said, don't let this make you run ragged. Don't, um, you know, just do what you currently do and don't let this get to you. Let her, let this person realize that this isn't going to work by just keeping things the way you're doing them. Don't try to do more. Don't try to do more just because this person is trying to get more out of you. Just do what you're doing because what we're doing is is perfect. It's fine. Um, you know, don't let someone squeeze you dry and don't run ragged for somebody who's going to try to overuse you because it's not worth it. And in the end, this person is going to realize they're going to lose a lot of money because they're going to lose a lot of employees. Um, but, you know, we just have to watch it happen. You have to watch somebody self-destruct if they're not going to take advice all you can do is watch them self-destruct. You know, don't don't try to save them. Just let them self-destruct. Let them feel that pain. And then maybe they'll be like, oh, maybe these people were right, you know. Um, but I can tell some of the people are getting kind of angry. So that's kind of why it made me want to do this anger management episode here. Um, and I just thought, you know, my, my word of advice was, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And if she gets... If this person gets angry, they get angry. You know, there's nothing we can do to help them if they don't take advice. You know, you just got to watch a ship sink sometimes. Um, But yeah, just don't be impulsive. Don't be irrational. Um, If you feel like you're in a work environment, by the way, that is chaotic and dysfunctional, it probably is. Um, You know, and it might be best to, you know, seek other employment if you're able to. But I just wanted to share that it really does, it feels really good to be able to deactivate that anger, that anger moment, um, in my own life. And 
there have been times where like I've wanted to be impulsive and just you know flee the scene or whatever but now I'm just like you know I'm very blase about certain things now and nothing surprises me and I'm just I usually just think to myself you know it's that's not my problem that's them so I'm not gonna react irrationally I'm just not going to trust them as much I'm certainly not going to seek out insurance through them and by the way whenever that happened I I immediately just canceled it with the insurance because I wasn't going to deal with them anymore not it wasn't the insurance fault it was the employer's fault um and now I have my own private health insurance with a cheap premium because I I told you I took that financial class last fall and that's what his advice was was if you can't afford you know, some expensive premium. He's like, you just need something, just have something. So my, my premium for my health insurance is like 104 a month. Um, and it's, I think it's a pretty good provider. Um, you know, it's not one of those providers where it's really hard to find a doctor. It's actually, it's, it's fairly good. So anyway, I just wanted to share some of that. And sometimes when these things happen, it can be a major blessing in disguise. So, you know, my phone dying, you know, now I have a new phone. I just had to wait a little bit to save up for it. Um, and then, you know, my oven going bad. Now I'm going to get an air fryer and an electric skillet and, you know, just not worry about my landlord coming to fix the oven. That's another example. I could blow up about that. I could, you know, knock on the door and be like, get yourself over here and look at my oven and fix it. You know, feel like the world is out to get me. No, that's not what happened. It's just an oven had an electrical issue. And so I'm going to go get an electric skillet and an air fryer. I'm not going to, you know, go crazy about it or think the world's out to get me. Um, which I, th- I think a lot of times when you do come from trauma, that concept of the world is out to get you. That's a concept or a mentality that really plays into a lot of people's mindsets who come from trauma. Because you feel like it just keeps happening. Like, why are bad things happening to me? You know, why is there a gray cloud over my head? You know, there isn't necessarily. Because um, I could think right now I have a gray cloud over my head because one of my jobs is about to go crazy this Thursday and Friday. And, you know, my oven doesn't work. So I could just be a miserable person about that. But I'm not. I'm just going to watch a sink, a ship sink, and I'm going to get an air fryer and an electric skillet. So there you go. Um, and then I'll have those in the future to use whenever I want. So um, I just wanted to share some of that. And I hope that if you are having some anger issues, you know, you can talk yourself out of being impulsive and rea- reactionary because in the end, it really doesn't help. Um And it'll really just wear you out too. It'll just create more stress for you. So this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.